talks of a COVID-19 vaccine are circulating. Will you take the vaccine? Will you be forced to take the vaccine? We're going to discuss that. And then we're going to discuss and get into Time Magazine and the rest of the media not being very happy with you if you enjoyed Thanksgiving with family and friends. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to Twitter. Follow us at Hanging With Apes. Go on over to our website. That's HangingWithApes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform. Type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. So... Thanksgiving just passed, and the media, Time Magazine, uh, leftists, mask wearers, virtue signalers are not very pleased at all the traveling that took place, at all the celebrating that took place, at all the prayer that took place, at all the Thanksgiving that took place. So... I mean, that's a whole big topic in and of itself. And then we have the topic of the COVID vaccine. Um, There's a lot of news circulating that is just about ready to go, just about ready to be distributed. Uh, There's a lot of speculation that's suggesting that it'll be ready to go by the end of the year. Um, So which which topic do you want to delve into first? They both kind of revolve around COVID-19, but uh, one is a little bit more... I guess you could get into like the realm of conspiracy theories with the COVID-19 vaccine because Mm. we really don't know what kind of plan they they are going to roll out. Like, are they going to try to make everybody take it? Is it worth it? All of this stuff. Um, So which one you want to delve into first? We we could talk about that. No, I don't... What I don't understand about those vaccines is do it says they're ninety five percent like they'll effective. kill the virus effective with this current strand, right? This is not really adding that like the strand could like mutate and become something else, I would assume, right? Right. The way that I'm looking at it is more or less the way that I look at the flu shot. It's like I mean, I don't know, but I would imagine they approach it like the flu because I know the common cold is also a coronavirus and there's nothing for the common cold. But when it comes to the flu shot, it's essentially you get shot with a minor dose of the flu so your body can kind of work up the defenses for stronger strands. Yeah. But there's some people that don't take the flu shot, never feel like they need to take the flu shot and do just fine without taking the flu shot. Mm -hmm. So would this be the same way? Would it work the same way? Not only that, but if the vaccine is only 95% effective, 
and the mortality rate is the survival rate is 99.98 like yeah. is it is it really worth it at that point or at that point is are people just taking the vaccine because they don't want to get the virus but then if you've already had the virus can you even get it again there's all of these unanswered questions yeah. and the media politicians pharmaceutical companies they're all just like passing over all of those questions that are very pertinent because that's the reality is like out of all the people that have had the virus and recovered from it we still don't really have a clear answer of whether or not you could get the virus again that yeah that well there's certain people that have had it you know twice this very small is percentage. it con- is it confirmed though Has, are there confirmed cases yeah I, I, i've read articles because on on, mm. on on louder with crowder and they do pretty good research the other day they were saying that there's only been three cases where it's been confirmed that somebody got it a second time yeah like like i remember reading an article of somebody that got it twice not i don't know if there was three people but just the fact that you know did that is this the same strand is this you know, or and how much do you even know that they even had it the mm-hmm. first time? Because if the testing was so inconsistent and still is, where you got guys like Elon Musk, who I imagine can get the best medical access there is possible. Yeah, he tested four times and in the same time frame, and two of the tests came out negative, and two of them came out positive. So this person that it was confirmed twice, how do you know that the first time they tested, they they really had that? And how do you know the second time they tested, they really had it, if these tests are not even that accurate? Yeah, there was a, and and to me, that's the that's the thing also. Like, there's the whole like you just believing shit for just believing it. There was this um, documentary I saw. I'm trying to look for it. That it was about this company who, who did like I forget. It was like some DNA testing, but I forgot for for what. And and uh, I had this female CEO, mm-hmm. and like people bought into it. Companies oh, were investing yeah. in, and it was a big fraud. It was yeah. nothing. But, yeah, but they made it all the way to Walgreens. They had Walgreens distributing this stuff, and it was like garbage, mm-hmm. and 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 it was like so inefficient, and and it was it was really a fraud. Yeah, um, it kind of reminded me kind of like some fire festival shit, but like in the in the biotech world, mm-hmm. and um, I don't I don't remember what the name was, but it's like well. If that got that far, I mean, you have to think about this. Does these people had contracts with Walgreens? Mm-hmm. You could go to Walgreens and get a shot, <laughs> and it was like terrible, and you weren't getting anything really done uh, mm-hmm. to you. Like whatever was advertised was pure lies. So, to me, in the time that we live now, it's like we're so devoid of actual journalism. We say, like, well, are we asking these questions? Are people asking these yeah. questions? Are the- the journalists aren't asking these questions. Yeah. Everything is being looked over. And a big portion of the problem is too much of what people rely on, on di- in different fields and in different industries comes from a credential base that is not really like legit or authentic in in 
substantiating whether or not like you're actually good at, at the field or, or, or the, the particular job. I'll give you an example. Like we live in a world where somebody could go to a college and in that college, they're essentially treated like a customer with the philosophy that the customer is always right. So a lot of these institutions, they're no longer about, well, challenging this person and, and, you know, so they can learn how to navigate knowledge and information. No, it's now about, well, making this person feel safe, making them feel comfortable. In fact, not challenging them so they can keep giving money to the institution. Yeah. So it's not really, it's not really a quality education. And then you got people that run certain industries that come from such institutions where it becomes an echo chamber of oh well you went to this school what kind of degree do you have and it, and it's this it's this echo chamber of nothingness yeah and 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 it it collapses under like its own weight because now this is where we're at where we have a bunch of journalists that don't ask questions they if it's a candidate that they don't like they'll make them feel uncomfortable but if it's a candidate that they like regardless of like whatever nonsense and crazy radical ideas they have they're going to do their best to make them feel comfortable and they're not going to ask the pertinent questions and now you have people like us that are left in this place where it's like well how do you navigate this how do you yeah. decide if it's the right thing to do if 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 it's the 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 smart or the logical thing to do to take a vaccine when you know, by every metric out there, by every, every all the information out there, the survival rate is ninety nine point nine eight percent. It's like, all right, well, is what journalist is tackling the idea that is a vaccine even really needed? You know, like yeah. like that hasn't even really been asked. It's like, was a vaccine even really needed? Because you know, the survival rate is pretty high, so. It's uh I don't know. It's it's a pretty scary notion like where we're at right now and then then the fact that you have half of the population that is just willing to comply with yeah. everything that they're told to comply with. Wear a mask. Don't go to a restaurant. Don't have Thanksgiving. Don't be around people. Don't socialize and then in the end for what? Yeah, yeah, and then for and then and like you know us being like we're not medical experts, so we'll look at something like that and we'll be. But like, But even oh. the medical experts aren't medical experts, as you as yeah. we've seen the whole this whole rip of of this whole COVID nineteen thing. They've been wrong essentially every step of the way. Yeah, but, but and that's that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, so we'll look at like the common person will look at oh well he's supposed to know something right, and. um what was funny is that's that's exactly how how that went. Now the the name of that documentary uh, was called The Inventor, Out for Blood, and it was like a DNA testing thing. Her name uh, and it's on HBO. So if, if anyone has HBO, I, I would suggest look at that because like you'll see how like these billionaires, millionaires, these so-called experts in the field, they're just giving out billions of dollars to these companies and not really knowing what the fuck is going on, and so. We look at it from the perspective of like, oh, well, they must they must know what they're talking about because that's what they do. 
And 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 you're right. We with this pandemic, we realize that we really don't know what the fuck is going on. And even the experts, quote unquote, don't know what the fuck is, and and really don't know what how to control these things. Like they might try, they might understand how how a pandemic can affect people to an extent, but you know, like look at look at how many times Dr. Fauci switched up his answers to the pandemic because he didn't really know. Yeah, in because fact, how in fact really today know? he was criticized by Senator Rand Paul about uh, Rand Paul believes or is of the belief that Fauci owes the parents and the children of this nation an apology because he originally was like, oh, well, kids shouldn't go to school and, you know, they shouldn't be in the classroom with their classmates and everything like that. And yeah. the other day on the news, Fauci came out and said, oh, well, it, it looks like kids like don't really transmit the virus as much as we thought that they did and you know they're they're relatively safe and everything like that well how many people quit their job to be home because of homeschooling you know like how many how many other aspects of life were compromised because people listened to you yeah 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 and and that's i guess where I get a little bit concerned and worried about is like why were we so quick to listen to these people because I I get the notion that like somebody's a quote unquote expert but I mean at some point you got to kind of think for yourself and you kind of got to look at the situation for what it is and consider whether or not it behooves you your family your financial situation to adhere to what these experts, quote unquote, are saying. Yeah, there's an article um, Vince shared. Uh, it was uh, in Japan. More people died from suicide last month than from COVID in all of 2020. And wow. women have been impacted the most. And it's like, well, these are the things we don't talk about: uh, lockdown, people losing their jobs, their livelihood, obesity uh, rates yeah, going yeah. up. Oh, man, it's just. You know, and, and how many people are missing vital important exactly. appointment medical appointments because they don't want to go to the hospital, so they're either sitting and suffering or, you know, not getting that cancer screening or 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 whatever they they need to be getting or ought to be getting that could possibly save their life. It's it's you really got to look at this, and in the end, we could all look back at this, and and I remember you and I discussing this when. When this whole thing first started, we could look back at this and and think, man, what a waste of time, what a waste of money, what a waste of everything. Yeah. And then, of course, you got the people that are of the belief that this whole thing is just a compliance tool, just to see how easy it is to get people to comply with totalitarian and authoritarian measures. And that's... The other scary aspect, which I think we'll talk, you know, well, I mean, it coincides with this topic, but also with with the next topic is like to the point where like they don't even want you congregating with your friends and your family on holidays. Yeah. And, you know, you you should be your choice. Yeah. You choose that. 
you choose you choose to <laughs> risk it if you want to risk it if if it even is a risk because you yeah. know that that word gets thrown around these days very loosely oh all these people traveling and risking it and and in the peak of of, of the pandemic it's like well, you know, you're laying it, you're laying it on kind of thick. Like it is flu season. People get the sniffles. People get the flu. This has always happened. They do it. They live. They survive. They recover. The yeah. recovery rate for this particular virus is 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 relatively decent. Yeah. Like, how come nothing like that is being talked about? And then once you remove all of that. You don't even delve into the area of, of the economy, how many small businesses are now out of business permanently, the job loss. Yeah. Like I don't know. It's just it's it's just a, a a scary time, a lot of government overreach, and the saddest part about it is the amount of people that are just willing to allow it, like not question it, not push back. Cause even if yeah. the media doesn't do their job, which we see that they clearly won't or yeah. they clearly don't even if that's the case like when are you going to get tired when are yeah. you going to get upset when are you going to like realize you know or are we just on a path to socialism and communism where oh well the government makes all the decisions and and it is what it is and we just got to accept it now like where, where does this fall and i guess if the government does enforce uh the shot on us, but let's say Whole Foods does, and Walmart does, and Target does, and Kohl's, and anywhere that you would ever shop for, would that? Do you think that that would be right, or in the in 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 the best interest of the people, or would it be constitutional? Because I mean, it is a private company that could choose whatever you know they want, whatever criteria it is that they want. Yeah, I think though it would it would raise a lot of questions though. For instance, well, you don't screen for any other vaccines. Like, you don't screen if I have tuberculosis. Vac, you don't, you know, because the idea of a vaccine is what do they call it? Like the herd immunity, where if enough people get vaccinated, yeah, it'll it'll dwindle dwindle down on its own, yeah, uh, or the, over the course of time. So. That's an that's something that I would question is like well you don't ever screen if I have any of these other vaccines and I'm able to shop and be a patron to this establishment so why this particular vaccine that's actually far less deadly than tuberculosis and all oh, of that other shit, shit. you know yeah. what I'm saying like why with this one you know and, and so it that really does fair. it really does make you think that there is something bigger going on behind the curtain um and again i would just question why people aren't at least questioning all of this shit another thing that i was about to get into before you just made your point Mm. is like just recently chicago just passed a, a a budget very expensive uh pricey budget gonna be very costly to to the residents of chicago and you know, property taxes increase and everything like that. And I was talking to some people the other day and we were discussing how it's so crazy. The audacity that (laughs) the mayor and the count, the city council have that like, 
you offer nothing but garbage to the city crime infrastructure it's all bad across the board public schools i mean like you you would be very hard pressed to find a redeeming quality about this city other than maybe the skyline and guess what the government had nothing to do with it it was all private people that created that but other than like our amazing skyline like beetlejuice movie references that's kind of cool uh, <laughs> Beetlejuice movie references due to Mary Lori Lightfoot. Oh, the like the the Beetlejuice. <laughs> that's about movies. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and and you know our our food, but again, that's private industry. But other than like the things that private industry offers in this city, yeah, it's you you'd be very hard pressed to find a redeeming a redeeming quality Anything. about it yet. But the the government of the city has the audacity to to continuously tax people. And I just wonder when will the residents of the city start to question why, how, like, how is this legit? Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and it's, uh, it's sad. It's sad that, that people are so caught up and so encumbered by their everyday lives because that's really what it boils down to. People don't question this stuff because many of them don't have time. Yeah. They, they got to rush. To, to be home with the wife to watch Netflix or, you know, to 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 go to the PTA meeting or where there's not even PTA meetings because you can, you know, everything is digital. Like they, <laughs> they got so much shit in their lives. Like so it's packed with so much gunk yeah. that you don't even have the time to really look up and being be like, damn, look at how much freedom has been reduced. Look at how much the quality of life has been reduced. I mean, what what will it take? You yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. These are these are times in which you should look at the details of everything, and I feel like, to an extent, it's like Chicagoans or people from Illinois are a very confusing bunch. On one hand, you fight the sugar tax. On one hand, you say but, no. Well, to you the- gotta remember that it was mostly business people that that own like bars yeah. and restaurants and corner stores. What like, about the like pe- fair they, tax? Like, like that, that was a shocker. You, yeah, that that was that was a uh, that was definitely a shocker. Uh, that that one, I think, like I, I I agree with your argument. The sugar tax. It was more of like the business people kind of rallying yeah. to make sure that that didn't pass. But I the agree. fair the fair tax, yeah, definitely that it's very it's very interesting that that people did that people didn't rock with it. And from what I understand, I heard rumors that that uh, the governor was infuriated oh, he was. when when that didn't that didn't pass because there was nothing fair about the fair tax. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh. It is. It is good. It is good. But and it's funny you bring that point up because the other day on uh, uh, I don't know what social media platform it was. But I want to say Twitter, maybe somebody uh, from Chicago. They posted something along the lines of how disgusted they were with the budget. You know that that just passed. Yeah. But this person, I know them to like like rock with democrats so this is this is where to me it becomes a little bit of a paradox because i mean i don't see how you could even make that argument you really kind of don't even have a place to make that argument 
because there really is no Democrat that's like for lower taxes right now. We don't live in a political realm that so how do you not vote Republican across the board? Yeah. And then like let that side become the spectrum. Yeah. And like let's live in a world where at least it's a little bit more logical. Cause I'm not saying like every Republican is good or anything yeah. like that, but at least that side of the political spectrum is a little bit more concerned yeah. with raising taxes. Well, let the record show. Rauner said no or not raising taxes rather yeah but like rauner said no to raising taxes and they overrode him yeah and then voted him out and put prickster so that person i don't know he, they, yeah Gr- rauner yeah. was was gridlocked at like every turn which if biden gets to the white house that's exactly what the senate and hopefully the republicans keep the senate they have to do what the Democrats of Illinois did to Rauner. Yeah. They ha- they have to do that to to Biden. Like gridlock him at every turn. Like j- yeah. like make his job the most difficult that you could possibly make it for two years. For two years, hopefully get the House. Hopefully keep the Senate, and then and then gridlock some more. Yeah, and then. And then who knows? Maybe in two years, like there could be enough right wing push where. It forces Biden or his handlers or whoever to realize, all right, we got to start pivoting a little bit more to the right. Yeah. You know, um, but, uh, well, but the, it, the yeah. issue is, is like what I'm a little bit concerned about is the China influence, because it's like it's become very clear now, like what a geopolitical threat China is like clear and present. Like it's always yeah. been a geopolitical yeah. threat, but like it's. It's to the point where it's clear and present danger, and mm-hmm. that really needs to be dealt with. That really needs to be addressed. Obviously, Biden <coughs> is not gonna do it, yeah. so it, it's 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 you gotta rely on the House and the Senate to to kind of carry that fight. Yeah, and you had Trump fighting on, and depending on what the outcome of all this Corona stuff was gonna be, I would assume he would have been like, "It's your fault." your fault and we're gonna have to deal with it that way mm-hmm. um i don't know that biden will be that tough on china you know shit i mean if, if you look at foreign policy from a from from a trump and obama standpoint way different stark different very soft obama was very soft trump was 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 hard when he had to be and then it's like well and then also like he would he would Go all in if he had to. Yeah, but, Trump but was kinda, hard and yeah. efficient. Obama was soft and sloppy. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's like, well, if 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 Biden is a reflection of what Obama was, well, then we're in for some pretty. I think he'll be worse to shit. be honest because he's nowhere near as charismatic as Obama. No, nowhere near as articulate as Obama. Can't even and, form a sentence. Yeah, a lot of times he can't even form a sentence. And did you see that? That uh, thing circulating the other day where for him being a devout Catholic, he didn't know how to say Psalms. He, he called it a palmist. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah. It's fucking, like, oh, ridiculous. Lord. Like, that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, yet no criticism from the mainstream yeah. media. Another, if if yeah. that was Trump, oh, my God, they would have been all over that. Yeah. And he's, like, definitely doing his best impersonation of Disney. Because, God damn, he's more worried about. Like, oh, I'm just going to put all women here and 
we're going to make this very diverse. It's like, I, I'm tired of the whole, oh, you, you know, I got to get a woman of color. And now women here. And yeah, how about bol- just get the best? That bolsters the, yeah. the, 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 the prominence of identity politics so much. Just, yeah. just get the best quality person and shut the fuck up and, like, do, do a good job. But, I mean, these people don't plan on doing a good job. Yeah. Like, you could see that. But we live in a time where, like, you shouldn't, it should not be, like, you know, like, like let's say years from now, we're part of a presidential cabinet. You know, it shouldn't be, like, oh, hey, uh, well, they got the apes. You know, they're Latino. Okay. What the fuck does that matter? Yeah. Like, what do they bring to the table is really with the, the subject at hand. Not like, oh, we're people of color. Oh, look, so diverse. Yeah. Like, well, if I don't know shit, well, then what the fuck do I, why am I and, here? And that's what's scary is like, they really are banking off the stupidity of people. Because yeah. there are people that that means something to them. Yeah, and know. it's just so primitive, you know? Yeah. Um. But segueing into the next topic, um, you read uh, uh, oh lord a, a snippet from a Time magazine yeah article. Mm hmm. Let me see. Uh, I had sent it to you. I'm gonna put it up right here. So it's a Time art Time magazine article uh, by Jamie Ducharm with an e at the end. So I don't know if I'm I'm uh, misspelling it. And it's basically talking about how the COVID-19 pandemic is far from over. And as I kept reading, it was just ridiculous. Like, just a choice of words. Let me just read a paragraph just so everyone could get an idea. It's like, but the U.S. public has become terrifyingly good at ignoring those harsh realities. Almost 40% of respondents to a recent Ohio State University survey said they plan to gather with at least 10 people for Thanksgiving even though in many areas this comes with the likelihood of sharing a table with an infectious person. Many people continue to dine in at indoor restaurants and work out in gyms because many elected officials continue to let them. <laughs> Almost 980,000 people passed through the U.S. airport security checkpoints on November 15, nearly quadrupling the number recorded six months earlier when COVID-19 was nowhere near as widespread. That people are behaving this way at the most dangerous moment of the U.S. outbreak speaks volumes about human nature which in the world of public health can be as dangerous as variable as any pathogen. That is a person that hates freedom. Like that is a person <laughs> that believes that people should be controlled, that the government knows what's best for them and and wants people to 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 fall in line and and conform and 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 listen to every single word that they've been told. That is ridiculous. That somebody had the audacity to write that like that. I'm all okay. I'm okay with you voicing your concerns and everything like that. Like, okay, I I I'll listen. But this notion that oh, uh, uh, public officials continue to let them. It reminds me of that uh, line from uh, V for Vendetta, where he says, "People." should not be scared of their governments. Government should be scared of their people. Yeah. It's like, this is a person that clearly doesn't believe that. Like, they want people to be scared of their public officials. They want people to be scared of their government. And I think the go- the public officials that aren't pushing those draconian measures are the ones that understand that you work for the people. 
<laughs> it's not the other way around. Like, what country do you think you were in? I mean, we're not in a communist country yet. I know, like, they're trying very hard to, like, get us there. Yeah. And it's very clear. But we're not, we're not there yet. But it's so funny. The outlet, the media outlet that that comes from, that periodical time, because... Like, did you see the some of the people that Time uh, has in consideration for Person of the Year? Oh God, please! Two of the three, actually, it's uh, I th- the three that I read about is Dr. Fauci, of course. That's not like the worst of the three. That is actually like the best of the three. Yeah. Gretchen Whitmer, the governor of, of Michigan, they are actually the like they they're actually moving forward with impeaching her right now. For 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 legit reason, not like the sham impeachment that they try to throw at Trump. Yeah. Like for legit reason. Yeah. And then AOC, like those. Is, I I read. I I forgot who it was on on Dr. Twitter. Fauci but is a saint. I, I I forgot who it was on Twitter. But when when that whole uh, news was circulating about those people being considered for Times Person of the Year. Yeah. Somebody on Twitter they posted. They're like, I wouldn't be surprised. If next year, uh, time nominates Satan to be person of the year, because <laughs> honestly, like that's how bad that's how bad of of the selections they're making. Yeah, I mean, none of those three should be in name for anything. Not even Fauci. I wouldn't give Fauci. If Fauci, anything. like I could argue, yeah. only because like you know he's been there from the beginning of this, and right or wrong, you know, like he's. He he's trying. Yeah, I I you know okay, but the other two why? Yeah, Jesus Christ, that's bad, that's bad. But that's the world we live in. You know, it's funny. It's all like because I mean Fauci, I would assume is more lefty, but AOC as as left as it gets. I'm so uh, like I don't know if you ever remember when when this clothing line. I, I don't know if it ever. I don't know if it was a Chicago thing or what. This clothing line called Obey was like kind of a, a big deal in the malls. You would see that, and I hated like even like the idea of, of that clothing line. I don't know if you ever seen it. Yeah, I know what you're talking. Because even the artwork kind of looked very, uh, like, in a way, kind of like the way like communist artwork looks. Yeah, like the way they and I guess they were going for that, mm-hmm. and uh, even that like bothered me i'm like i would never wear something that says obey yeah <laughs> i would wear something that says disobey mm-hmm. but obey hell no yeah the the art was uh was illustrated in in the form of like like it had like a very soviet propaganda type of vibe yeah. i know what you're talking about matter of fact in uh the movie enemy with uh J- jake uh gyllenhaal mm-hmm. remember where he's like walking down like the street and they have those like posters that kind of has it has that obey yeah thing and it kind of reminds me of like that like fucking soviet union type mm-hmm. shit and that's kind of how the artwork for for the yeah I w- it's funny you like, mentioned that because i didn't plan on getting into this but the other day i was watching a video essay i would don't even know like what channel what youtube channel it was on or or what it was like a 13 14 minute video essay about a real campy 80s movie called they live is with rowdy rowdy piper yeah and it was funny because somebody uh that i worked with they would tell me about this movie and like how great they thought it was and then when they told me the concept of the movie i'm like that sounds awful like that sounds like an awful movie (laughs) and 
when I watched the preview of the movie, it looked awful to me. But like it had like a like like the awful that you would watch. Like you know what I'm saying? Like there's something still yeah, like that, that 80s you, vibe that you gravitate towards. It. Yeah. So it was. What's interesting is when when I watched this uh, uh, video essay about that particular movie, and it kind of coincided with, with with what's going on in today in in culture and society. It was it was interesting because the way that the video essay described it, it was like that movie was a metaphor for being able to see through like the 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 hidden messages be behind certain commercials or certain products yeah. or certain political movements and because i guess in the movie uh roddy piper has these glasses that like when he wears them he could see like who's an alien and who's not yeah and stuff and like these aliens like they're amongst us like working in the bank working at the yeah. store and all type of stuff like that and i think some of that obey artwork like uses some of the imagery of those aliens mm. you know and it's kind of that like like you know they want you to obey yeah and some people will as we see now like with the pandemic but then there's some of us that will see past like what's going on yeah yeah and and it, it's kind of interesting and like when i when I look at the movie through that lens, yeah. it actually becomes a lot more interesting to me. Yeah, let the record reflect. Uh, Hollywood hasn't become more diverse. They just realize that diversity is marketable. Mm -hmm. That uh, South Park talked about that shit for a very long time. I forgot what season it was, like season 18 or something, criticizing the fact that like you keep saying like this diverse, this diverse, that. No, 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 no. They just know that they're going to make money off of this. Therefore, this is what's cool. This is what's in. It's trendy. Mm -hmm. And and like so we look at this stuff and we fall for it. Not we, but a lot of people do. Like a lot of people are like, oh, look, look, they're, they're accepting of this. They're accepting that. No, no. They're using this as like a, a way to get your money. Mm -hmm. and, and you're falling for it. And, and, and at the end, you really don't get the change that you were looking for because like None of the stuff, you know. Okay, like what? What has what has changed? All, all you all you really get is quality being diminished. That's what you get because now yeah. the standard becomes diversity as opposed to quality. Perfect example. The other day, Andy Samberg, uh, you know, from the movie Hot Rod and uh, Pop Star, Never Stop, Never Stopping, which yeah. is a very funny movie yeah. you ever seen that it's no like, i haven't seen it but you're like telling a, me it was a badass. music mockumentary it, it's pretty funny yeah. there's cameos by by different uh uh famous people in there like in the music industry and stuff it's pretty good movie pretty good comedy well anyway andy samberg he came out and he he spoke uh up for diversity quotas he said something real like stupid along the lines of Oh, if you don't like uh, diversity quotas, you could fuck off. Like, you know, being a, a true, perfect little social justice warrior. Yeah. Well, it's funny. And I thought about it. I was like, well, it's very easy for you to say that because, like, you only have, like, one project that's really quality, which is that never stop, never stopping, the pop star, never stop, never stopping. Yeah. Aside from that, like your whole catalog, aside from some of the like better SNL sketches that he was a part of, yeah, 
And I like the movie uh, That's My Boy with Adam yeah. Sandler. <laughs> but it's not a quality movie. No, it's not. It's a shit movie. It's just I just happen to like it. It's like a guilty pleasure. Yeah. So, well, it's easy for you to say that you're all for diversity quotas because you've never really created anything that was like like all that great. Whereas I imagine for guys like McConaughey and DiCaprio, that kind of sucks for them because it's like, well, if I want to be in a Scorsese movie, that's probably going to have like all Italian, mostly white actors. That's probably going to end up being an Oscar worthy film. Now we may not be considered for the accolades that we deserve because it didn't meet the diversity quota that that the Oscars still have. So. It's like for people like that that actually make good content, they're yeah. probably like, man, this sucks because now, like, do I try to pivot to and like maybe do like possibly like less quality movies yeah. so that I can like be in the talks of award season? Or do I just stay the course and hope that like the true fans and the true critics yeah. like understand that I'm still making good shit? Like for instance, but he does ruin jo- stuff. Joker, like look, look at the fact that Joker, for the 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 quality that Joker is, the movie Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, mm-hmm. the fact that it's not a certified fresh, all based off of political reasons. Yeah, because yeah. there is no reason why that movie is not in the ninety percentile of certified fresh. There yeah. is no reason at all. Like from from a quality standard standpoint, there is no argument you could make. Acting, writing, score, cinematography, directing. There's no argument you can make that that movie should not be a certified yeah, fresh. Yeah. But because they already started to enter that that realm, it's already diminishing. So now, Todd Smith and Joaquin Phoenix, yes, I, I imagine they're very passionate about, about the Joker character. They're in talks of making another joker movie originally joaquin phoenix said that he would not want to do a sequel but because he's so passionate and because todd phillips is such a good director they're they're, they want to do another one but now does that does that deter them from doing it because it's like it's one of those things where like you do the hard work and if there's a chance for you to get rewarded for it and be acknowledged for it you you want that chance and there's no reason why todd phillips should not be in talks of best director Joaquin Phoenix should not be in talks of best actor and Joker should not be in talks of best picture but now going forward maybe it won't because now it's not meeting the diversity quota because Joaquin because because uh, Todd Phillips wanted to cast his movie based off of quality and not oh I gotta have so many black people in it and so many women and so many gay people in it yeah yeah it's 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 ridiculous and it's sad that we're here and I almost feel like the only way out is to just go full extreme like just turn it around on white people cause it's like what, what do you mean? Turn it around. Well, on on the Adam Sandbergs, on, on those guys, where like it's like, well, shit. Try and phase out every white person you can now, so then they could be like, oh shit. Oh yeah. They really like, want them like, like destroy us. Like let them get them a dose of their own medicine. Like you were for this, so yeah. now like look here. To me, it's like that scene in in um, uh, Django where where he's like, I, I got the gold. I got like where he's talking to a Quentin Tarantino's character 
and like the other two fucking hillbilly whites mm-hmm. and no, no he's like an aussie mm-hmm. uh, yeah he's like yeah oh, i uh he's like so they're talking to him and he's like you know i i got some gold and uh you know you can ask them what, what, what i was on or whatever so they go ask the slaves and then the slaves oh yeah yeah he he, he got into it with some whites and he knows where the gold is at and then they give him the gun and then he just fucking just, like kills all three of them explodes two of them yeah um it's like that's what it ta- that's what it'll take for for like for for some of these people to start looking at like you know they're coming after you i hope you know that this is not going to slow down they have an animosity towards you you look like you think that you're cool because oh i'm an ally but no this is not this is not what that is and i think at the end of the day i don't think a, a real motherfucker would even you know like i don't look at i don't look at life from the scope of like oh white people are better than me or oh black people are better than me or oh chinese people are better. no like whoever the fuck is better they're better like i feel like i'm until until I'm, I'm I'm gonna be good at certain things, and certain other people are gonna be good at uh, other things. Right. But I don't look at race as in like, oh, well, I'm not accepted or not. Like, if you're just a boss, or if you're just like good at something, you should just lean on that shit like a hundred percent, and not not look at not put any type of race, you know, on a pedestal. Yeah. And and I think that that we we tend to do that, um, and and that's how we get to this. Like where it's like, oh well. Like, I, I, would I even feel right winning an award as an actor if, like, I knew that I just had to, I had to be the quota that was yeah, put into the movie? Exactly. You, who would feel good about that? I don't know. And, <sighs> and, and that's the thing. And I agree to an extent with what you're saying, like, the remedy for it. Also, though, I think the market will start to correct itself because. Like, you see already Disney is struggling. Like, people don't rock with, like, the newer age Star Wars stuff like they did the other stuff. I imagine if, like, in this next phase of Marvel movies, if they stick with that, like, people are not going to be as into it as they were in, like, the previous phases. And then you'll see you'll see the the the, the attendance, the money flow. It'll start to dwindle, and then... It'll create like a like a renaissance almost yeah. in in the industry. Is all right. Well, like people are not rocking with this, and yeah. you know, if people care about quality, because sometimes I do see that like like people are can be so lame brain sometimes that they just want to occupy their time with something to watch like they don't even really care how good it is so that's that's the other thing is like well where where are we at with in society and culture when you got people just you know rocking with it because it's there as opposed to actually being good and quality yeah i guess time will only tell yeah yeah that's crazy look at quentin tarantino's lineup he did it before everybody I was like, I'm going to do shit that I like. It just so happens that it's a black lead. It just so happens that the bride is going to be my protagonist. I want to do this. This is how the way I do this. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't feel like I have to, I owe anybody anything. I just do it. And it's a, it, it, it ends up being classic after classic after classic. And you've had Django. You've had Jules. You've had um, shit. The bride. 
uh, death proof, mm-hmm. fucking all women. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it was so organic that to me it was like I never thought like, oh, this guy's pushing something on me. This is just something genuinely that he wanted to make. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, that's cool, but but that's real. That's not like some Avengers. All the women just suddenly fucking flock together. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, what? This makes no sense. So that's crazy. The times we live in. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Uh, remember to share us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple, and Google. If you know somebody that would be interested in what we talk about, please share it with them. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.